The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Hey, what's up? It's your girl Tamara, aka Girl from Harlem. And this is Ray Daniels, the culture referee. And this is the God Show. Bop, 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 bop. You add that later, man. Add that later, man. Add that later, man. Add it later. What are we doing? And we got a special guest, super producer. I don't know if you refer to yourself as a producer or artist, kind of like super creative. I'm going to let him, you know. Dean checked me last show. He was like, I'm the dean of culture, so I don't want <laughs> to give nobody a name, but I know as a producer, super producer slash artist, Ron Browse is on the show, guys. Woo! From New York. Harlem's New York. very own. Yes. All right, Ron. Harlem thank you for world. coming in. So he's actually from down the block from me. He's from 127th and Lennox. Shout out to Lennox. Um, so you want to get right into it? Or <laughs> yeah, get, uh, do your thing. No, Run your hot topics. Do your thing. <laughs> no, you excited? I'm not going to do hot topics. She yet, excited. She got somebody from Harlem on the show. I'm so yes. excited to finally have somebody from New York here because we done interviewed all these Southern people. I didn't know, know what they were talking about. I couldn't understand the culture sometimes. There was a lot of jokes that went over my head. So now it's my turn. I, I, I honestly want to switch it up. I want to ask both of y'all. Y'all, you know, my, my question y'all going to be y'all top five legends from Harlem. Harlem, the goats and the legends from Harlem underdogs. You can't ask me that without warning. I need to Y'all get from my Harlem, brain right? together. You're from Harlem, right? You should be. It, we, you listen. should have seen us in here arguing about the the top five dance list. We had to get that together, but we gonna get there later. I want to start by telling. I want to ask y'all a question. Okay, go All ahead. All right, no, ask us a question. What's the difference? Oh, Lord. If you had to say the difference between like, if you looked at New York and you said, this is the difference between Harlem people and the other five boroughs. Go ahead. <laughs> I thought it was easy. No, I mean, it's Harlem's. I call Harlem the stage. Yes. Like, if you want to be known in those five boroughs, you got to come to Harlem because Harlem, your swag got to be right. Your your, your talk got to be right. Everything just your, your dance moves got to be right. Everything just got to be you yeah, know I perfect it, when you get on the stage. It's a yeah, swag. Yeah, yeah. It's an overall impact. Like the way we talk, the way we move, the way we dress. Like we're not scared yeah. to walk into a room dominated. Like so, you're so, gonna know we're from Harlem. So if I see, so if I see a New Yorker and I see somebody with pink Tims on, they're from the Bronx. Oh shit! I don't know where they are. <laughs> they're from the Bronx. They I don't are not know from where Bronx. they from. <laughs> or they from a Dykeman or some shit. But that ain't got nothing know. to do with us. So what do you see if you know they from Harlem? What do you see if you know they from Harlem? It's the way it fit, the way it wore. Yeah. Oh, sorry. It's, 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 yeah, it's the bounce, man. It's just like, like it, like in the South Side polo shirts. The big polo. I'm just saying it was like that's that's our thing, you know. Like like two chains walk around the big polo. That's. That's Let me like tell you how kid. I was going to wear Tim's today, but I didn't want to wear Tim's because it was 72 degrees, and I, I was going to come out in some Tim's today, but I was trying to... So, so, so basically, Harlem has the swag. Yeah, the best yeah. dress, hands down. Yeah. Probably not going to have the colors, most money. Colors, we, we ain't colorful. scared to do colors like the men and the women ain't scared to do colors. Kara, um, Kara's, once said, Kara's once said, Manhattan keeps on making it. Brooklyn keeps on taking it. 
Bronx keeps creating it. Queen niggas faking it. What would be the last one if Harlem? Harlem niggas is doing when what? When he was talking to us, well, he didn't really mean Manhattan. <laughs> Nobody refers to Manhattan. Oh, so Harlem. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, that was a mistake. He meant Harlem. So Harlem yeah. niggas make the money. Yes, yeah, we, yeah. we make it. We when make I, I'm going to be honest with y'all. So I, I was born in the Bronx. I lived there. Can you say that one more time for the people in the back of the room who did not hear that? I was born in the Bronx. Mm-hmm. Bronx Lebanon Hospital. Patterson Projects. Mm-hmm. But my uncle and my family used to hustle on 125th Street. So I used to be in Harlem all the time. What were they hustling on 25th? Because you could sell a lot of things on 25th. If I'm being honest with you, I don't remember. Okay, because it could have been DVDs. It could have been black African. Oh, no, 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 no. No, my uncles was. Oh, the real stuff. Hustling. Oh, excuse me. Oh, no, no. That's why I moved. That's why I moved to Atlanta, Georgia. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. If y'all heard my family story, it's ill. My family story is ill. We had to move at once. We had to get out of Harlem. Pack okay. it up. Get him out my of here. My uncle ran with Alpo in them. So, like, my uncle was like, we, I used to be on a, you know, and we used to go. It was real stuff going was, on. So, so I, do, don't I, just remember, no I just remember Harlem is where, <laughs> Harlem is where, Harlem is where everything felt fly. Yeah. Cars. Like, everything felt, I mean, the restaurants felt fly. It's like, you know, everything just felt fly in Harlem. It was like, if you went there, it was like. It, the word Harlem is just fly. Why ain't no group named Harlem? I, right. Ron, you might want to put that shit together, man. Them, them little niggas got to be... <laughs> the, the new B2K need to be named Harlem. That shit will be fire. I like that. That's what we're going to do. So speaking of like times back then in Harlem back in the day, so... Um, you, so back then in Harlem, like the big influencers were drug dealers and people kind of in the game, right? So for, if I'm not mistaken, um, one of the first people who believed in you and put you on was somebody by the name of Kevin Childs, right? Yes. He went on to found Don Ziva magazine. Um, but tell me a little bit about how you got involved with him and how you got started with that whole thing. So you were part of a group, right? What was it called? Yeah, Uptown, Uptown Kids. Kids. All yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So, um, <laughs> you, you a hater. Wish I'd have been Southside Let's go. Let's go. I'm with y'all. Let's get it. No, no. Like Uptown Kids, we was a group from Harlem. Um, you know, I kind of put it together. I wanted to rap or whatever. And then um, somebody brung me, brung us to Kev. Kev had a store on 125th Street. It's a legendary store because he had a BMW parked inside of it for no reason. So it was a legendary store. We went in there. We rapped for him. That's some Harlem shit. And um, he signed us. That was in like 92. In 94, the feds, uh, he got incarcerated. And I, I on a jail call, I was like, yo, where the equipment at that you, you know, you, you bought during the time we would, you know, we'd be, be together? He was like, yo, go pick the equipment up, and, you know, it's yours. So I went to go pick up the equipment and then start self-teaching myself how to do production. Oh, that's cool. So you did start originally as trying to rap, but yeah, then yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of switched over to production after the lockup of him. Yeah, so what happened with happened. that group? Did y'all just all do um, your own thing? And yeah, it kind of just... Went yeah, we, yeah, once I, I got it into the production, I was kind of trying to, you know, keep it together. But then, you know, that's when I started to meet other artists in uh, Harlem area, which that's when Big L come into play. Mm-hmm. Mm. So I meet Big L and start producing for Big L. Oh, wow. That's when I knew it was bigger than me just being in a group and producing for the group. Mm-hmm. So, um, with Big L, what was the biggest lesson you learned from working under Big L? The biggest lesson? Um, humble to be humble, mm-hmm. like you know. I, met, I think he thought people had a perception of him because he was like one of the first dudes that got a deal in Harlem. He was signed to Columbia, but at the time he was on his grind, so he was like, "Yo, we got to take the train." And I was like, "All right, we taking the train. It's all good." So wow. he would take me to sessions. He would just start taking me to sessions. <laughs> 
like I was new, so you know we'd be recording records. So that's how I ended up doing like four beats on the um the Big Picture album. Did you get paid for those beats, or was it you know, like the funny thing at that time? <laughs> that's a good question because yeah, yeah. I didn't know what was going on. Yeah, I didn't know what publishing was. I didn't know. I was just running with him, and then um he yeah, gave me some money for a beat. I was like, oh, this is cool. What kind of money? Gave me like fifteen hundred. Oh, okay, that's so. Good. At the time, I'm at least like, it wasn't like here's one fifty. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nah. At the time, I'm like, oh. Out. But then after he passed away, I'm just still outside, whatever. And my man, like, yo, you got residuals. I'm like, what do you mean? What was that? He's like, yo, you got publishing, mechanical royalties, royalties. I'm gonna get you a lawyer. Shout out to my man Derek. No way. Um, he got me a lawyer. And I was, you know, them checks was crazy because it was backed. Yeah, you know what I mean, it was yeah, backed. it was when it was when the money mattered. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. was what we talked about yesterday. Where I said, now, if you can be on a three times platinum album and make nothing, if four of the songs carries the album, so four of the songs have like a billion streams each, and your song has a million, you can pay for your million. Yeah. Unlike back then, if you was on a triple platinum album you got paid for your song because they had to purchase the whole album yes economics was way different back then wait i didn't know you could get back royalties so if you yeah, weren't registered forever. oh but like if i if i didn't know and it's like oh wait hold on i kind of wrote that let me get that yeah, they'll go yeah, back and yeah. collect yeah, yeah. all that oh yeah. that is that's super dope like yeah, yeah. so I, I, I got a question what you do i always like to ask what you do with your first so your first check was fifteen hundred dollars in them, your first music check no that wasn't my check that was some y'all yeah, take that what was your? What did you do with oh, your first music check? It was check? Uh, for Ether. Okay, I got paid from Nas from Ether. You did Ether? Yeah. Get the fuck out of here! I didn't wait, know that. So wait, I'm gonna tell. Wait, you gotta tell the story because it, if it's not, it's not how producers get their tracks in artists' hands nowadays. It was a, it, it's a whole story behind it. So tell them. So I believe it has something to do with the airline. Yeah. Um, right. Now at that time you couldn't see after Big L passed. Couple people knew, not everybody knew. You know, at that time, people would read the credits on the CDs, but not everybody would do it. So people still didn't know that I met this dude that became my manager named Fuzz, and he he was worked in a Def Jam building. At the time, in the Def Jam building, it was Rockefeller in there, yeah. Murder Inc. All the labels was in there. So you had to have a name to, to like you couldn't just be like yo, nah, it's just my beats. So <laughs> he was like kind of like yo, listen to my beats, listen to my beats, and then we kind of bade um, Nas' travel agent. To Travel give him the CD. And she gave it to him, and he ended up picking out Ether, which was on that beat CD. Yeah, but it was months after you Yeah, it was months. It. Yeah, so it was not instant gratification. Yeah. Like he it sat is on now. the beat for like six months. Six okay. months is a long time. <clears throat> so and how, he didn't know it was going to be a diss track. So how yeah. did, that's what I'm about to say. So did that ever create a scenario between you and... Rockefeller, definitely. I feel like they didn't want to fuck with your. I'm like, damn. It was, it's, that's one of that. It's, it's like that's like that, a hit. In, that's top five best rap beef B songs yeah. of all time. It's I hit. mean, I would put it top three actually. I yeah, that's yeah. So I'm like, number one, fuck? man. Nah, Tupac. I ain't gonna lie, man. Tupac. Nah. Tupac hit him up. Tupac hit him up. Yeah, that's OD disrespectful. That, like, like OD. okay, so Nas's ether was a gentleman's diss. It shut the whole like city that. down. It was a gentleman's diss. No, no it, but, it, but it was still. It, no, I was in New York when ether dropped. Uh-huh. That shit had. They stopped the radio. It stopped, it stopped everything. But it was still. It was still a gentleman. Nas is still an intelligent. It was still an intelligent diss. Like, let's be okay. clear. 99% of. No. Okay, I'm going to say a fact. If I'm lying, y'all tell me I'm lying. <laughs> 99% of niggas didn't know what Ether meant. Facts. That's what I mean by it was an intelligent. Hit him up. The first thing. 
That's why I fucked your bitch, you fat motherfucker. Like, that's how he start the song. <laughs> he popped that bottle. I think it was more impactful because he did a visual. I, it wasn't even about the visual. I just remember when, when Ether dropped, I remember it was like, because Ether is probably Hov's only blemish on his record. <laughs> I mean, like, let's be clear. His, his record is perfect outside of Ether. Remember, because then Super Ugly come after yeah, and then and then super ugly. He kind of went in the mud and did some disrespect. Yeah. So it was kind of like, come on, man. Why you? He brought up the girl. Like it was like he kind of played dirty, and that was like the first time he got out of his character that yeah, we yeah, saw outside yeah, yeah. of the unshit. But that was the first time we saw him get like bothered. You know what I'm saying? So I saw him like, how the fuck this motherfucker? I'm like, Dame, and you from Harlem too? <laughs> Dame didn't call you and be like flipping out. I heard they like, had a meeting. Like, Yo, <laughs> who's this guy? Where did this come? No, pause that. Hip hop was the AR for uh, Jay Z. They brung hip hop to my house and I played the beat for uh, hip hop. Like, yo, get us to Jay Z. Get the please. Ether? Yeah. Eat Stop yeah, yeah. it. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, so I thought Imagine how history would have been different. Yeah. It, it, I was new, so hip hop probably was like, eh, okay. <laughs> he, he coming up. But exactly. So he never gave a beat to Jay-Z. Oh, wow. And yeah. So I would play that beat for everybody who come. Yo, listen to this. <laughs> I just thought it was dope. So. It's the, I, I give it number two. I say it's the number two diss record, best diss song of all time. Somebody from Harlem will take that. I'm just saying, like, Tupac hit him up, like. Debatable. Tupac hit him up. Uh, we need to have a debate on that. <laughs> I'm just saying. That's I, I a whole like different. Like, I'm like, I, bro, I didn't know you did either. And the crazy thing is that I know I'm a history guy. But I, for some reason, I just, I didn't know you did that. So you went on to bring yourself Ether Boy. Do you think that that helped or hindered your career? It helped. It helped. So people knew who you were when you were walking yeah. through the door. So yeah. tell me a little bit how you think it helped. When I got off the plane in Africa, they was like, Ether Boy. Oh, uh, wow. So I've been I was like, oh, it worked. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yo, that's crazy. So when you found either. out it was going to be a Jay-Z diss track, were you ready to go? Were you riding out? How, like, nah, were you I mean, kind of scared? What, nah, was inviting me to the studio. Like, yo, I wanted you to hear what I did. So I'm there. He's calm. He's by himself, no entourage, eating fruit, just relax. Like, yo, play Ron and Record. And he plays it. I'm like, dude. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is going to be my introduction for, you know, to the game. Because some people knew the Big L stuff. But, um. This is my introduction. I'm like, wow. Like, I said, yo, them guys over there at Rockefeller, they going like this. Bruh. You know? Bruh, I'm, listen, I, I got I to tell you one side story. I, re, I was in a room when, I don't even know I should tell the story. Cause niggas, oh, no, now niggas, you got to tell niggas, it. Niggas, niggas got, got mad. Tell it, now I, okay, know. so I a and a Sierra album. Mm -hmm. um, I a and a Jackie album. So, you know, I left and came back to the studio, and Sierra and them did, I bet. But, you know, we didn't know that. Sierra's like, she, we wasn't talking about her and Future going through. You know, it's kind of, you know, I, I was Future's and I was her and I didn't want to, it's kind of like, that ain't my business. So when I, she played me, I bet I remember sitting there being like, and I stared at her the whole time, and I was like, I got some, could I, could I talk? I got some questions. She was like, Ray, we're not talking about this. It's going out the way it's going out. That's the end. <laughs> so it was like, I was like, y'all don't want to, y'all don't want to, <laughs> a little talk, you, know, you know, in the ad libs is in the regular, like, oh yeah. And he was like, it was almost like, yo, can we can we talk about this? She was like, no. So I'm just imagining like you hearing, like it's like, and that was a chess move, by the way, by Nas. Just like, because if he didn't do that and it came at you, yeah, you Jay is a chess player, so he would have been like, he would have signed you just to be like, because you would have been like, I ain't know it was gonna be a diss record. Oh, now he yeah, like, yeah, yeah, now yeah, he yeah, like, yeah. you know, because because if you um, not to get historical, I'm like a historic hip hop historian. You remember um, Puff and Stevie J kind of had issues because 
Stevie J produced a record on Hard Knock Life. And it's the how many niggas want to ride tonight. Uh-huh. But he starts off the song saying, y'all rolling with Rockefeller, man. Because these niggas got money, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was like Puff's main yeah, producer. Shady. So it was yeah. like, it, like niggas be knowing what they doing when they ask you to like, yo, run, take a picture in the studio. Like, mm-hmm. yo, so now they can't, now you can't be used as a chess piece. So I'm like, that's crazy. Is there anything you would have done differently um, while handling that whole Ether era? Like, nah, I think everything happened the way it was supposed to happen. Because after that, People like, yo, let me get some ether from you. So I was able to work with the 50 cents, the Ludacris's, the Little Kim's, the everybody Banks. right after that. You know? What was the next big project you worked on after that? After um, ether, everything happened after that. Um, I want to say the next bigger, bigger record. Yeah. I want to say I, I Whip Your Head Boy. Yeah. 50 see, Cent. I knew I was right with that one. Okay. Whip Your Head Boy. Yeah. So, so. Blowing you- out your ass for Ludacris was. Which is which one? Blow it out your ass. Oh yeah. Lord, now we have some was, southern yeah. stuff going on over yeah, here. Yeah, that was that was a big record. So Blow how did you transition ass. from making like this gangster diss music to kind of becoming uh de- well, the next time we seen you, you were kinda in front of the mic. You became yes. an artist yourself. So you came out with songs like Pop Champagne, um, A Rap Money, I Get Crazy, Give Me Twenty Dollars. You were in front of the camera this time. You went from being a producer to actually being an artist. What was that like and what made you take that transition? Because oh, nobody was picking the happy beats from me. Oh. Wow. So, you know, you, once you learn the game, like, nah, I got to get the single. Yeah. Y'all picking the hard records for me for that album cuts, yeah. but I'm like, nah, the money is in the, in radio the singles, records. Yeah. in the radio records. So I'm like, nah, I got some happy beats, and they like, nah, 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 give us the <laughs> tough ether joints. <laughs> so I'm like, nah, this ain't happy, the happy beat CD. So I was like, nah, you know what? I'm going to show y'all the happy beat. And that was... Pop, Pop champagne, champagne. Yeah. it fucked the game. But didn't Nigel sign it? Wasn't Nigel A and R? Nah, uh, uh, Sylvia Rome. I signed my deal with. Sylvia I was working Rome. at Motown when you when Pop Champagne was out. Okay, yeah. So I remember when Sylvia Sylvia, Sylvia played it for me herself. Yeah, it's yeah, like Ray, yeah. you know Sylvia Ray Ray. This some Harlem shit, Ray Ray. <laughs> you know how Sylvia is. She'll high five you. Ray Ray. Yeah. This some Harlem shit. You. I remember when that shit came out. Yeah. Did you Had, think it was gonna be a hit when you first heard? Yeah, it? Yeah, I know because it was um the I don't even it, the formula for it was it the hook was built into the song. So I always tell artists when you make records, like a cheat code for making records is start with the hook first. Mm-hmm. You know, so like it starts off with the So now so now by the time he gets to his verse, you already I when yeah. the hook comes back, I already know it. Oh, rather than dancing. rather than rather than hearing the verse and then getting to the hook and I'm like, oh that's the hook. Yeah, 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 so yeah. he started with the hook, so I was like, I knew it was gonna be a smash. And plus can I be honest? Let me hear yeah. it. I just gotta be honest. No, no, not that's not about you. New York since around 2005, they claim their hits. They don't allow the streets to claim it for them. So Pop Champagne, they told us this a hit. Jim Jones balling. It's like, you got to remember, if a hit comes out of Atlanta, it just comes. And then everybody fucks with it and it becomes a hit. But New York is like, this next. You know, the king of that shit, Fat Joe. Fat Joe's the king of like, I'm all the way up. The day he drops it, it's right. the hottest record in New York. <laughs> that fast? You got to believe in it. You got to claim that shit. So Pop Champagne was like, nigga, this is it. It's out. It was hard. But the funny thing you say that, but I learned too in that whole experience that it could be the hit in New York, but sometimes when you go into other markets, they be like, never heard that. that. Yeah, they be like, 
Listen, like, yeah, everybody know this. When I was in here, like, I was like, y'all don't know about this. Like, I was having a heart attack because, like, and Kane was in here with me. And we were like, what, Ron Browse 5G swag kids? Like, we were going crazy. Like, I'm like, they would never even be oh, able to That's like when I say, D- that's when I say DJ Yola ain't yeah, going to let up. And you're like, what about. the fuck is that? Yeah, I'm like, hey, nigga, if you lived in Atlanta in 2008, 7, uh, nigga, that shit dropped. It had the city fucked up. So how was that for you, like, um, mentally, right? So you think you this big New York star, you think you the shit, and then you go somewhere else, and it's like, never heard of you. No, it was some markets. Like, mm-hmm. remember, I, I had a big overseas Now, that was a hit. Run. Yeah, I had a big overseas presence. Um, when it started going, like, I had to go, like, markets like the Midwest, St. Louis, mm-hmm. and they'd be like, oh, we're going to try this record. It don't fit in our... I was like, what? What do you mean? This is the hottest shit out. It's like, oh, we're going to see if it fit. You know Even on saying? radio, like that's what yeah, you yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. But you know, it did it. It did not. Nah, but it, but it, the one thing I can't say is that it it became the flow. Yeah, and then followed the flow. Yeah, and I always think a real hit becomes the flow, where you got to stop. You got to make it work. And now it's like we gonna yeah, fit yeah, this yeah, shit yeah, yeah. in. Like it, yeah, we play that, we play that, and then here in the middle, here's this one thing that feels different. But and when you become that, that's when you have your moment. That's when yeah, you run yeah, shit. Yeah, so you had a whole um, musical moment pretty much around you that was based out of New York. How were you able to create that? Um, right after Pop Champagne, artists, yo, now it's, yo, give me something like Pop now Champagne. Now they want the, the good so, stuff. So that's how A-Rap Money came, and um, I got my deal, so I was able to do, you know, Rex like jumping out the window, give me $20, stuff like that. So, you know, what does give me twenty dollars? No coffin um, in a club mean. It was a joke. It was a joke. One of my followers told me actually. <laughs> what what it happened? It's a New York joke. You don't know nothing about what, it. What it's is a song called twenty dollars I got? <laughs> no cuffing in the club. Give me yeah. twenty dollars. But it's a New York joke. So yeah, like yeah. you're not supposed to be, be all up on your girl in the club. Cuffing so if they see her, yeah. you cuffing in the club, they come to you like, give me twenty dollars. What you doing cuffing in the club? Yeah. You're supposed to be on these hoes. But y'all don't know nothing about that. Um, <laughs> it is like a fine. Yeah, for it's cuffing a up a girl in the club, doing too much in the club. Yeah. Ray don't know that wouldn't work in Atlanta. We tricked down here. like that's that playing shit. We New York shit in the South. We tricking. Yeah, we uh, think we I, too I think, good. I think Lil Wayne made it famous out here. Like it ain't tricking if you got it, baby. It's, it's we want to spend money on our women down here. Yeah. So you did. I get crazy, right? Nicki Minaj. For Nicki, yeah, yeah. So um, what was that process like? That was beginning of Nicki. That was yeah, before. That was like, I guess, I feel like that's one of her first records. Was that on Playtime Is Over? Or? It was on that Beat Me Up Scotty mixtape. Oh, okay, that yeah. recently came out last year, officially. Yeah. She officially she put it out. A lot yeah, her, yeah, re-released we it. Yeah. Sent it. Yeah. So but that was before Nikki. She came to you or you went to her? How'd that She go? came to me. I was the guy. Oh, you was yeah. it now. Now I you was hit, the you guy. So she had to get the sound. That's a very important story. And, you know, that's a very crazy. important part of the story in our business. Who came to who first? <laughs> Got <Super, laughs> That's why she was like, where do you find talent? I don't find talent. They ain't coming to me. Talent finds me. I'm not, look, I'm not here looking for nothing. They're going to find me. I Get Crazy was a light feed beat. Yeah, I know. I know. That's why I'm like, but to the I world, they don't know before. that. I'm yeah. like, wait, wait, wait. I'm like, why is Nicki rapping on? We we was been dancing to that. We did all type of stuff. But anyway, um, so you went on. You um, speaking of light feet and all that stuff. So DJ Webster ended up coming out with Chicken Noodle Soup was a big moment in New York, and then you ended up producing half the songs on his album. But you guys knew each other from back in the day, right? Or did you know each yeah, other from like, the music industry? How'd that go? I, I met Web through like T Rex and um, okay. Like yeah, that. so if you are unfamiliar, T-Rex and Murder Mook was some of the first people signed to your label when yes. you were able to get it. So this is before they were actually battle, battle rappers. rappers. Yeah. So they were. So was this like Kiss and Holder or that was you? No, that that was Kiss and Holder. Yeah, around that era. Around that era. Rex they was being an artist. They don't know about Kiss and Holder. <laughs> we don't know. Listen, everybody was looking dumbfounded. <laughs> you from New York too? Who's that? 
<laughs> oh, so you don't understand this? You with us is like, yo, these are like oh. street records from New York that's oh, nah. popular in New York. Yeah, so we had a time where we killed like um, battle rap. So um, Mook and Rex and all them were like big yeah. on this stage, and he said that he had them signed before they became those big battle yeah. rappers. So he kind of gets a little credit for giving us a little Rex and Mook. By the way, Tamara's never been as prepared for an interview in life. <laughs> I called everybody. Nigga, I know. it's not even. It's like I'm not even here. She's just like <laughs> she got a whole book written on you. Yeah, I'm like, how the fuck? I'm sitting like, how the fuck you know all I this shit? I gotta make sure the story is told it's properly. Harlem. It's Harlem. Man, you got What do you say? What do you say? What do you say at the end of the what he said the independent fool. He said, "Yo, I tell on anybody. I just ain't saying nothing about nobody in Harlem." <laughs> what? <laughs> That's protect some deep your shit. own. Protect your own. Got nothing to do with they doing over there. Anyway, so um, you had that moment. You created that whole dance movement around you. You seem to always be able to um, rebrand yourself and make yourself relevant, no matter what style of music is out at the moment. So most recently, excuse me, you worked um, with Diddy um, on the remix of. The pro- so how did that go? I would like um, to. So once I bet again, they the called him. Who called who? Nah, I I put it in the universe. Oh okay. So I, if you know people follow me, I do these beat blogs where I just go outside, make the beat outside. That's fire. And um, I decided I seen Puff. I don't. I'm not gonna say. I just seen him trying to market the record, and I knew it wasn't playing uptown. Like it didn't have the. Aesthetics to play in the clubs mm-hmm. uptown. Uptown so, means Harlem for the people. Oh, yeah, sorry. uptown. Everybody, Bronx. everybody looking like what is uptown? Like I want yeah, you know, I'm looking at their faces. They looking like uptown means. I, I, I felt like yo, let me. I can, I can build this record and make it popping. Mm. So, I something was like yo, just I did it and went outside, played it. I mean, beat blogged it. Boom. Then DJ started. Yo, what is yo? Give me that. Give me that. So. I just had the hook, so I had to go create the whole remix. Exactly. They like, give me that, give me that, give me that. Out. Then shout out to my guy DJ Enough, High 97. He like, yo, send me that record. I sent it to him. Because him and Flex had this battle. They battled who got the exclusives. Mm-hmm. And he kind of smoked them with that. Like, oh, you don't got this. And then the next week, Flex was just going crazy on the record. <laughs> like, yo, Diddy, you bugging. This is it. This is the one. And then Diddy was on my in my DM that night, like, yo, we gotta figure this out with that remix. Once I heard it, I knew that was you. Like, it yeah, I knew it's yeah, yeah, kind of but, but they, 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 they attach your name to it though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said yeah. you did it now. You gotta see my name. Right nah, now. but that, but to be honest with you, I thought that was dope because that means that that shows that you've established a brand and aesthetic for your sound. So it's yeah, like, yeah. so, and I feel like, like that was also a chess move. Cause it's like, that was your way of telling the entire Harlem in New York. Oh, yeah. I'm still with y'all. I got, I, I yeah, want to, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. And they held me down. Come on, man. They held me down. They was like, nah, this is it. Dude. Nah, come on, man. That's you the little chess moves you. that they do that just make sure, you know, I'm still connected <laughs> to the streets. Facts. That was his move. That was a, a, a real diddy move. Go ahead, Tamara. New sorry. York support in New York for one. No, no, he lives in LA. He that he shot the video in New York. Yeah, he came. It yeah. felt like New York. Yes. He had a he put up a New York producer name on it. That's yeah. smart. That's how you do it. So now New York is gonna it's gonna spread from New York out everywhere else. Did he probably still got a condo in New York somewhere? I probably. I'm pretty sure he does. <laughs> of course he does. No, because he loves saying like, "Did he lives in LA now?" Okay. No, but he's still holding down New York. He's still repping New York. He's still signing New York artists. He's still doing the thing for New York. So don't do that. Anyway, so I want to ask some questions about producing. Um, so do you charge artists differently if they're independent or signed to a label for a beat? 
Definitely. Hell yeah. <laughs> he was going to say no. Everyone yeah, yeah, gets yeah. the same thing. Hell yeah. <laughs> Why do you do that? <laughs> the budget. I know how it feels to be on the other side. Okay. So, if it's something worth, like if they got talent and I, I hear it, you got to pay something. Right. But I see what you're doing because mm-hmm. I've been on the other side when people need help, you know, uh, sonically. So, I'd be like, oh, I, I see what you're doing. But if you garbage, I'd you, you got to pay a little bit more because <laughs> now you're wasting my time. And, and another big difference, just because I deal with this also, is if you pay an independent, that money comes the minute I do it. You know, yeah, with yeah, a label, yeah. you know, I got to do the record, wait till y'all decide it. Yeah, 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 paperwork. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Independent, you'd be like, you know, major label, like, I need 25000 You know, independent, you might be like, he got 7500 cash. Yeah. He bring it. He bring it today. <laughs> yeah, Come on, yeah, nigga. Yeah. I got you. Bring the bring the money now, though. Yeah, yeah. That yeah, changes yeah, yeah, yeah. it all. Yeah, it's like yeah, I get because yeah, yeah. like in his mind, it's like shit. It's gonna take me how long? How long take you to do a beat? Like five minutes. Okay, so five minutes. I pay seventy five hundred real quick. It's just. It's just. That's the game. Who was some of your um, producer influences? Um, Diamond D, Pete Rock, Havoc. Um, you know, Dre, so New course, York. Premier. So New York. Uh, you know, Costa Pharrell's the Swiss. I feel like I put all of their flow and it just makes me. So do you, when you're making a beat, do you think of an artist specifically or do you just flow with what's in your head? How I, does that go? Both. I used to, like, people used to say I used to mumble when I'm making the, the beats because I can hear, I'd be like, I, I kind of got Banks like that because I, used, you know, I was into Banks music and I'm like, just for Banks right here, I can hear him on it. And then I ended up, <laughs> Doing like three records for Banks because I can mimic him in my head. Like, oh, he, I know he'll sound hot on this. And they used to take the producer names off the beat CD, and I still got those placements. Mm. So it wouldn't be like they went, it's no favoritism. They're going straight mm. oh, off the I see vibe. What you're saying. But being that I can put his voice in my head, I was able to get like three placements with Banks. I, I got two questions. The producer, give me a beat you wish you would have did. And give me a song, a beat that you should have did. So the would have did is like, like, damn, I wish, like, you hear a song, you're like, damn, I wish I could have, damn, I, I wish I could do that. And should have did was like, that shit sound like Ron Browse. Whoever did that made Ron, I, I, was, I know. Because, you know, like, you know, great, like, Nothing comes from nothing. So everybody inspired by, like Kanye said, mm-hmm. he he was inspired by Dr. Dre's drums. And so, mm-hmm. like, what's the beat that you're like, man? That shit sound like something yeah, I, I, I did. And what you're like, damn, I wish I would have did that one. That's a good question. I would have did. Sound like it's gotta be like a party record or something like that. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Something upbeat. Yeah. Um, Tamara, you see Tamara helping them New York help boys. She's walking them down. But I wish I wish I would have did put your hands see. What fire. I wish I would have did that. So so that's the beat you wish you would have did. Now what's yeah, the beat? Yeah. Now what's a beat that you like? Sounds like that you. sound like something I did do. I feel like one of them Beyonce records. The new ones? No, yeah. not not the old one. Like I guess some of the ones like Swiss might have did. Upgrade you? Something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see that. I can yeah, see yeah, that. I can yeah. see that. If you yeah. told me to produce Upgrade you, I would have believed that. Yeah. By the way, the guy that produced it signed to me. Oh. The actual producer, yeah, it's Ken and Cam Wallace. Love that for Yeah, us. he did it with Swiss. All right. Oh. 
Yeah. <laughs> His name in the credit it somewhere, I think. Out. His name in the credit somewhere, I think. <laughs> I have him when he did that, by the way. I signed him way after. He had a couple of records, but yeah. Go ahead, Tamara. Go back. All right, so what do you think is this Harlem love story that I'm a, that I'm I'm a co-star a in. Go ahead. <laughs> nigga, I'm on the side a lot of shit. Like, I'm like, I'm like trying to squeeze and she pushed me away and shit. Like, nigga, shut up. This is mine. What do you think is your signature style as a producer? Everybody say they could tell I did it because of the drums. I, I, when, when I was young, I was in drumline. I was in still band. Yeah. So drumline and still band, I kind of really... Took in like drums, like I used to play the snare drum, to do the little. I used to go to PAL. So okay, PAL, I was confused. I'm like, you went to I was in PAL. PAL. So Look at Ray. I'm, just, I was, I'm I was trying to fit in now. I was in PAL once. Because you went to Wiley. Did Wiley have a music program? Wiley, yeah. No. So you all your all your musical here. training in high school from came from PAL. Shout out to community centers and yeah, things like community that. Community centers, yeah. I ate free lunch. Right. <laughs> I'm saying I used to go to IS-183 I mean, and eat free lunch. But what the fuck? Police okay. Athletic Association. I, I, I lived in New York since so I was 12. But I mean, yeah, I saw, yeah. everybody know the PL is. Shout out to PL. I know Gauchos is. I know Gauchos. Oh, I got Gauchos, yeah. I lived. <laughs> he went a little something. <laughs> Shout out to Millbank, though. They raised me. Anyway, um, so I forgot what question I was going to ask. Go ahead. You distracting me. I <laughs> That's the question. Oh, so you did. So you didn't go to college. You went straight into music out of high school. So straight. you knew exactly what you wanted to do from I early. Said, I said, yo, I'm, I, once I got my diploma, my street dude gassed me to get my diploma. He's like, yo, I'm gonna get you a car. You get your diploma. Did he get you the car? For a week and oh, took it well, back. I'm taking so it. So he gassed me. Diploma like, got the diploma though. Right. I mean, yeah, I got. I was like, yo, I got done. the diploma. He's like, yo, take the car. Then in a week, he was like, yo, you got to bring it back. Like, well, I got the diploma, you know Right, and you had a car for a week. And that's big in New York when yeah, you were yeah, back then. Yeah, yeah, for a week. Like, you car, you moving around. All right, so I want to get into the battle. Um, so since you are one of the best music producers coming out of NYC that make, like, all the things that get us moving, I wanted you guys, look at Ray grabbing No, I'm not, no, no, I'm not. It's not the, the oh, list in yeah, that phone. Yeah, I know I'm going to get yeah. ate up on this list. Yeah, though. okay, make it sure, because I helped. I, 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 he had backup this time. Um, so I want you guys to do um, top five dance records to come out of New York City. So if Dance you were, records. Yes. I thought it was dances. Okay, cool. Dance records. I got it. What, what'd you throw it with? Dance, dances. So, no, let's go, dancers? let's go. He, he, dances. Dances. Oh, like, so like, like the Harlem Shake. Okay. Yeah, well, duh, duh. But what song do you think of when you hear the Harlem Steak? Well, if you're G-Dep. a DJ, hey, my, let's go. Come that's on, that's not even on my go. list though. Oh, okay, that's on mine. All right. Anyway, we're gonna start with underdogs. Or, or... I'm, I don't have a list of either one. I'm gonna freestyle <laughs> of y'all. Let's go. I'm gonna. All right, we're gonna do top five. Then I'll let him go. So, tell them your top five dance songs, songs to come out of NYC. Yeah, um, Chicken Noodle Soup, Millie Rock, Special Delivery, Feel So Good, and Pump It Up. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to my brother DJ Webstar on Chicken Noodle Soup number one on that list. Ray, what you do? You have anything? No, your turn. You got to get one. You oh no, I, I collab with him on that list. That, that, was, <laughs> that was us. Well, wait, hold on, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> that was us. He thought he had some time here. That was me. I pretty much made that list because this one. He was in here. This with is him. embarrassing Hilton. because that is literally not. I went. I had literally number one on my list is Hollow Shake. <laughs> I'm thinking it's Hollow Shake. Give me but some I'm dances th- you think came from New York thing. So- that pop smoke dance, that's on the list. Okay. That came from New York, right? See, like everybody in the room did it. That's, that, that's, I, I thought we was doing dances from New York, not dance songs. But I will say Chicken Noodle Soup, Molly Rock, 
Millie. Millie Rock. Oh my, my God. Don't my, never say that. Ray's out of here. Hold on. First of all, it's Molly. Millie. It's literally first named Molly. after Millie. First of the all, who made it. I wrote Millie Rock, but autocorrect corrected me. Oh, okay. So we'll So I'm Rock. just reading the damn. Right. I promise you. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I, I, I promise you. Look at Brax's horrible Millie Rock. Okay. <laughs> it nah. was an attempt. I'm a Dougie Fresh the show. Okay, that was a good one. We didn't we didn't do that one. I went far back. Yeah, I want to do my underdog list. I'll do underdogs then since I'm the only person. This is that list. Here. I don't have a list. I, I, I thought the only it was dead serious. What's the show? What, what dances they did to the show? That's what I'm wop. saying. The WAP. I got the WAP written down. Oh, okay. As in, I thought it was dances. I need y'all to read the emails that go. No, I don't read emails. Ugh. Somebody has to read for me. I, I, I barely graduated high school. So. I yelled it to him three Somebody times. Somebody had to come talk to me like I was a kid in the class that didn't. I, was just, I wasn't that bad, but. I was bad. All right, so the underdog list, I made this myself because nobody listens to me except for me. But anyway, um, the underdog list is Hot Niggas by Bobby Schmurda. This what? Fire. Oh, you look like fire. you were confused I, for a second. No, no, that's, that would have been on my list. I was list. about to go get a boat. That was on my list. Um, put Your Hands Up by Busta Rhymes. Put Your Hands on My Eyes Can See? Oh, you mean um, Break Your Neck? I don't know. I put, put Your oh, Hands Oh, shit. Up. Now who knows hip-hop? Because put, put, put Your Hands on My Eyes Can See. Put your hands on my eyes, can see, really? and then you also had break your neck, and he's nah, like, not break no, your neck. no, put your hands. I don't know break your neck. Cause don't break your hands. He said, put your nets or break your neck. Nope, nah, not it. Oh, that okay, sounds okay, like cool, a Atlanta song. That don't sound nothing like New York. No, I know what you're talking about. That's that fast buster. I'm sorry. Um, drop by Timberland. Now what? drop. If you had fast ass on the block, now drop. Let me see that. Put- Y'all, y'all don't know nothing. Y'all never went to the key. You didn't go to the key, right? Oh. Thank you. I, I went, know to, I you went to skate key. You went to skate I went key? To skate key. Then how you don't know drop? We used to skate the little vicious song. Go to hell. <laughs> now I'm mad. The, I'm really the upset. Same, the same era, man. Braxton, when you play this, can you please put drop in this? Because I really, I feel some type of way. Fat Man I, Scoop. Fat Man Scoop, you mean? You said Timberland. Fat Man Scoop. It's well, we only Fat Man Scoop. Cool I, know, I, know, I, 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 I know, I know, I know, I know, I got that. Whatever I said, y'all sing, y'all got served. That was the song from you got served. Yeah, you got served. Yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. So y'all, y'all embarrassing. Y'all embarrassing. <laughs> I just want y'all to know that this is one of those shows where I heard dances. So I'm thinking Harlem dances. I didn't. I would have came with a. Anyway, I would have came with a list. Your list is, was not gonna beat mine. Anyway, the five Gs. You don't know nothing about that either. And Eve's who that girl? Because we were shaking to Eve. Who's that girl? But you know, y'all don't. Which I was doing. Give me your top five Harlem legends. Why are you bringing me into this? Go ahead. You got this. I don't know. Harlem legends. Harlem legends. Street basketball. Dame Dash number one. Puff number one. Diddy's not from Harlem. He's from Westchester. (laughs) Puff's claims Harlem. Okay, so we'll do Harlem. Diddy. Let me go. I want me go first because I'm not from there. Dame Dash is number one. Dipset number two. You can't put Dipset. You need a person, a pointer. Cam, Jim. I can't. Why can't I say Dipset? Okay, fine. Cause as business people, they're two different entities. Like man, I said my goddamn list. All okay, right, <laughs> Dipset number two. So I'm gonna um, say Mace is number three. Uh, Alpo four. A whole movie, Ooh. a whole movie. We're bringing it. Paid in full is the. But it's, it's based on Rich Azn. Yeah, but I, but Who's I'm saying I'll pose a star. He is the star of the movie. I would like to put and my I'm gonna name say Big on L's the list. Number five. No, <laughs> Tamara number one on the list. Big L's number five. Okay. That out. shit rotates anyway. By the way, but Dame Dash is number one for sure. But can we talk about how Diddy's not from Harlem? But he okay, claims no. Harlem though. I'll take it because you know I like Diddy. Isn't his dad from Harlem? Dabba Dan. 
No, no, no. <laughs> Diddy's father is from Harlem. Dapper Dan got to go on that list. Dapper right. Dan. Dapper Dan I, by the way, should I, be. I used to get that. I, I, have, I had a couple Dapper Dan since I was a kid. Sure. I got my Sherlin. How? I, I told you who my uncle was. Oh, your uncle. That's the only reason because your mother didn't play with you. Oh, my uncle took us to Dapper Dan. I remember it was under the train tracks. Yeah. Come on, man. What the fuck? You ever had a burger? I don't know what that is. He don't know about Willie's burgers. Okay, anyway. That was hand in hand. You wasn't outside. Exactly. He <laughs> would act like he went to go see Dapper Dan, but you didn't go get your burger from Willie's burger. This is the problem with people who act like they know about Harlem culture and don't know nothing. I didn't say I knew about Harlem culture. But you act like he was down with New York since you was in the Bronx for two years when you was first born. <laughs> I claim, by the way, anybody who knows me knows I claim College Park, Georgia. Yes, he sure does. Southside. This is not about. I anyway. claim Old National. Anybody know me know. Auntie who? When, when you came down? 12. I was 12 years old. No, I'm talking about what year? Uh, 91. Long time Man, ago. Hip hop yeah, started. Yeah. That's when everything started happening. Ninety two. Yeah, I remember. A, um, Showbiz AG was from showbiz, my building. Yeah, He's yeah, from showbiz. my block. Okay, Showbiz. What dances came out of Atlanta? I don't I, lean with it, rock with it. I got ye, one. See, see, this is why this is the arrogance that made Atlanta take over the music business. <laughs> <laughs> this is why the South won. We give New York. What y'all won? What y'all want? Y'all doing okay right now, but y'all ain't win nothing. Where the fuck are you? When we do it, we do a timeline. Where the fuck are you? We do a timeline of history of hip hop from now to right now. Yes, the South got it right now, but the whole timeline, we have the majority of the. Can I tell you why? Can I tell you? Get a little ten year. Can I tell you why Atlanta's a shit? Can I tell you why Atlanta's a shit? I'm gonna tell you why Atlanta's a shit. Let me tell you why. I moved to Atlanta in '91, and it was Kilo, Raheem the Dream. It was all these guys were big, and no one cared. It wasn't like it was almost like we they played they paid homage to New York. They played New York down here, but they did their own thing. It was just our thing. It wasn't that's why Dre says the South got something to say, because it was like we didn't even think that we were seen. We didn't it was like it was major if a New Yorker fucked with us. Yeah, y'all were in your own bubble. Y'all had it, your own. But that's my point. It was it's but here's the thing, it's still its own bubble. It's just it's a bubble that got so goddamn big yeah. that everybody's here now. So it's and we still pay homage to our OGs. We do too. Shout out to everybody from Harlem, New York. Diddy, love you. Sorry. You just said Diddy not from there. <laughs> I said sorry. See, I'm trying to say, we claim everybody. We claim everybody. Rick Ross' house is in College Park. We claim it's him. It's not like I'm saying Diddy's not from New York. <laughs> like, he's from New here. York. You, that's the difference in the South. We're welcoming. Oh, all right. Anyway, Bryce, thank you for taking the time out to sit down with us. Thanks. It was amazing. You I, got, I, got, I, got, I, got, I got, I have two questions for him. Let me hear it. Um, the first one is, is what would you tell, if you can go back to when you first started, what would you tell the young Ron Browse? And the second question is, is what would you tell if the young Ron Browse was t today, what would you say today going forward? Oh, okay, because that's different. Uh, what would I tell the young Ron Back in the day. So, like, what would you tell 11-year-old self you? And then if 11-year-old self you was born today, what would be to the difference be in advice? More business savvy. Mm. Would you, you know, have one to Because you know, once money start coming in, you kind of get. Trust you me, just I know. like. Trust me, I know. <laughs> you just buying. You just don't unnecessary get stuff. It's just, it's just I got money flowing. I want to yeah, show yeah. you. And you think the money never gonna stop? So nope. you're Like ah, give me that, give me that, give me. Everybody that. blows to their first million. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd be like, so I would tell my younger self, whoa, time out. Be more business savvy. Would you have went to college? 
No. Why no. you leave him alone? Somebody, they try, I, I just, try to add I, shit to the man. The man said be more business savvy. But more, more how do you do alone. that? Try, to, try to him in the corner and shit. Would you go to college? Right. <laughs> Becoming more business I'm savvy could have meant and, going and, to and, and if today you started producing, knowing what you know now, because the real question is if that there's young producers who are just getting started now, what yeah. would you tell them to get on? Same, basically same thing. Make sure you got your, your business affairs straight. You know, mm. Make sure you got a, a great mm. lawyer. Make sure you have a great lawyer, man, because, you know, people rob people in this business. It's very aggressive on the paperwork. It's very aggressive on the paperwork. That's all to ask because, you know, he's a producer. I I would just say go get it because what you, like, even while we're here, like, you didn't just, you wasn't sitting around calling somebody from, Puff's team, like, let me produce your record. Nah, let you, me go after you it. You, you just fucking was like, I'm going to do it. Yeah. And you you did it, and they came, and you turned it into something. Yeah. I would just say, go get it, man, because it ain't going to come get you. Amen. <laughs> Definitely. Now you can wrap it up, Tamara. Well, thank you for your permission. By the way, y'all should, if you watch the show, she doesn't. She's so nice to me. This is the first time she's ever been this mean to me ever. Some Harlem shit going on in here. She ain't never been cold to me. There's some Harlem shit going I on in here. I wasn't cold. I was it's just okay. a little more aggressive it's because okay. we were talking about stuff that I actually know about for once. Usually, I never know what's going on in here, so I got to school you today. So let's get it. Welcome to class. All right. Anyway, thank you, Ron Browse, once again for sitting down with us. It's your girl Tamara. Thank you for tuning into the God Show. Boom. <laughs>